Welcome to the Through the Lens podcast. I'm Stephen Hintz. Boy, is this exciting as you are all a part of something very special right now, for me at least, as this is my very first ever podcast episode. So I just want to thank all of you for listening, first and foremost. For those who are unfamiliar with the concept of this show, I just wanted to create a podcast in which people from the creative media field could come on, share their journey and how they got to where they are, and also just hear some intriguing stories that come along with their work. So with that being said, I'd like to first introduce a very special guest that I have on today. This guest has been a huge help to me so far, giving me advice and words of encouragement whenever I reach out to him. I've never met him in person, but I can vouch that he is a fantastic creative videographer. But what makes him so special is that he's an even better person. I'm talking about Kevin Edwards. He is a current Stanford student, as well as a videographer for the Miami Dolphins. He previously worked for Stanford Athletics as well as the NFL as a live content correspondent, and he has had an incredible journey for someone who has not even graduated college yet. I won't spill too much because he is a compelling speaker with some great stories to tell. So without further ado, here's Kevin Edwards. Kevin, thank you for doing this. Welcome in, and how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited for it. So, Kevin, I know a little about you from your social media, but for those who are unfamiliar with your work, can you kind of just explain your story and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, I was, I've always been a big sports fan, and I was interested in kind of the video aspect of it as well, but didn't have really any experience in about like seventh grade, I want to say. Um, So I'd kind of start editing these like small little videos on Vine, which objectively were not very good, but um, it was like a cool little way to get my foot um, into the field and like experience it. And I was like, hey, this is something I really, really like. Um, So I continued to like edit those type of videos on Twitter once Vine shut down Um, and they weren't like anything big or special, but it was like seeing other people's work. um, I got to see that it was like a field I was really interested in. And I was a Stanford fan then. So I would make like McCaffrey and Bryce Love edits and stuff. And then one of the players retweeted him. I can't remember who um, And Stanford saw it and saw I was going to go there. And then they asked if I had any interest in helping out with as like a video production assistant. And I was already going to reach out to them. So it, it, kind of, it worked out well. So I started with them. I'd never picked up a camera before. And I don't know if they knew that. Um, I'd obviously edited before, but I never, ever picked up a camera. And it was a pretty steep learning curve. But I got to shoot sports for them. Uh, they have 36 varsity sports. And I think by the time I'm about to graduate, I've done 34 of them. So jack of all trades, master of none. But I got to experience a lot of different sports, like got to film wrong practice at 6 a.m. and like all, all over the place. And it taught me a lot about videography and stuff. And then my junior year, um, I saw there was a listing for what's called a live content correspondent with the NFL. And essentially you're you're like partnered with a team, but you work for the NFL. So my local team, obviously being at Stanford was the Niners. So I, start, I was fortunate enough to get that position with them. So I worked a lot of games for them at Levi's. So my junior year, this was the year they made the Super Bowl. So it was a very special year for them. And I got to, um, this is pre-COVID, so I got to travel to a lot of games. I got to travel to Philly, Arizona, Seattle. And it was like a dream come true. And got to work the Super Bowl that year. Obviously not the result, not the result they wanted, but that was like the number one item on my bucket list. So getting to getting to do that was so, so cool. And did it again this last year. It was obviously different, less traveling and stuff, COVID. And then uh, recently, uh, 
applied for and was fortunate enough to get a full-time position with the Dolphins as a videographer editor. So once I graduate, I will be transitioning into that role and very excited for it. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Um, so you mentioned how when you started at Stanford, you had never even picked up a camera. Was that like a, when you started working with that, did it come naturally to you or was that like a big learning curve that you had to deal with? That's a great question. I think like I credit my mom a lot with this because she's a big photographer. I think like the eye for it kind of like, I think everyone kind of has it now really with your phones and stuff. Like you can see people taking incredible pictures with their phones. So I think like the eye for good shots and composition, stuff like that through watching other people's stuff. It was something I definitely like kind of had a feel for. And I think the average person would have more of a feel for it than they realize. but the technical aspect, not at all. It took me like a long, long time. And I had a lot of great mentors, but yeah, the technical aspect is really tricky. Um, and I was really, frankly, not that good for a while and I'm still getting much better. I still have a lot to learn, but yes, I think the eye for it kind of more people have it than you realize. I think everyone has like an artistic side in them. Um, but the technical aspect definitely took, took some time. Yeah, that that's for sure. Um, I've known that I'm working in a position right now and I've talked to a lot of people that are still like, they've been in that position for three years and they're just saying, yeah, still learning everything. And there's just, there's so much to learn, especially with editing software too. So I guess I'll go into a little bit of a story right now. So I initially found out about you and your work through uh, TikTok, and I, I reached out to you on Twitter, I believe it was, um, asked some questions, and you shared this one bit of advice. I, I asked what, like, one of the biggest pieces of advice you'd give, and you said just to, like, put yourself out there, apply for things that you don't even think you're going to get. So do you have any story that kind of, like, applies to that? Because obviously you said that's such a big thing for yourself, so... Yeah. Um, I think every step of the way, I kind of felt underqualified and like imposter syndrome, almost going to Stanford, never having picked up a camera. I felt underqualified and I, but like being put in that situation where everyone was like such a level above me, it helped me to learn um, and really helped me to push myself to be better. The NFL CC's thing, standing on the sidelines of my first NFL game, I'm like, I am not, I don't feel qualified to be here, but like that pushed me to be better and to learn from the other videographers and photographers beside me. And even that Dolphins job, it was like, this is like a big time deal and I don't feel qualified. So obviously there's going to be like, you're going to get turned down. I've been turned down plenty of times. I can tell you the most talented people I know, like they're, they're, uh, they've been turned down many, many more times than they've been accepted, but there's really no, no risk to you besides the effort it took to fill out the application or like reach out to the person. Um, as long as you're doing it in a respectful and like courteous way, there's no, there's no real downside. Um, and it'll, it'll take you places that you never really thought you could have been. Yeah, most definitely. That's so cool. And another question I had was this kind of ties in, you might've even mentioned this in that last response, but um, going along with some of my previous questions, what was like a story, a singular moment that was like one of the biggest learning moments that you've had while working in the field? That is a good question. The one that comes to mind for me is um, it was a Thursday night game. It was Rams 49ers. And I was filming the game like normal. Um, and then the first Rams touchdown, I kind of missed the shot because I work for both teams. I do. When you're an LCC, you do both Rams and Niners or whoever the home and away team are. Um, first one, I missed the shot. I'm like, oh, that's OK. Second one, I missed the shot. And I'm like, I'm starting to get a little frustrated because um, it's going the opposite side of the end zone. Someone walks in the way, whatever. Third one, I missed the shot. And I was like kind of freaking out a little. It was my first year. I'm 0 for 3 on touchdowns in this game. It hasn't really happened before. Um, and I basically text my boss and I'm like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like I promise I'll be better. It won't happen again. Um, and he was like great boss was, and is a great boss. He basically told me to just like settle down, breathe, calm down. And that like, 
you have worked very hard to get to this moment. You're qualified for this moment. And don't let something like that, which, you know, at the end of the day, which side of the end zone they go to is out of your control. And just told me to do my best and trust what got me there. So I think obviously working in sports, like if Nebraska, like that's a big brand name. And like, if you're working a basket game, like that's a big deal. There's a lot of eyeballs on it. But at the, at the same time, like people aren't going to put you in positions you aren't qualified for. And I definitely feel underqualified for positions I've been in, but they, they're not going to make a mistake by putting you there. Like you, you earned the right to be there. You're talented. They recognize that. Um, so I think, yeah, I can just make, I was making something small into something bigger than it was, but you just got to trust yourself and trust that um, you were meant to be where you are. Um, and yeah, I actually, I shot well the rest of the game. So that advice helped. Um, and just knowing I had someone in my corner like that, but just in general, yeah. Taught me to trust myself a little more and not get so, um, not get so caught up in like the small things. Yeah. That, I think that's really insightful to hear, especially, I mean, I know a lot of people that I've talked to, including myself, even kind of have that like imposter syndrome. Sometimes you feel like maybe I don't belong. It's not working well, but just kind of taking a step back and having a different perspective on things can really help. Another thing is, so you graduate this June, right? Yeah. Class 21 Stanford. Um, So you still have a lot of time ahead of you working in the field, but looking back at the time that you started editing those videos that you started out doing, would you imagine that you would be in this spot right now? Not at all. Well, um, I knew it was something I was passionate about. I knew it was something I loved and I knew it was something I really wanted to do. Um, But if you had told me that I would like, be where I am now that would like I wouldn't wouldn't have believed you and that's like truthfully a lot of it is luck like I'm not gonna um I think I obviously I believe I worked hard and I believe that I was good to people and I think that that goes a long way just working hard and being good to people I think people underestimate just like genuinely being a good person which I can kind of tell you are already from our conversations um like goes a long way but at the same time like um if COVID hits my freshman year I don't have that experience with Stanford and um so uh, a lot of that I credit to to God and also just like fortunate. Um, but no, I never would have um, never would have guessed that. And even my dad was kind of like, "Are you sure this is really the path you want to pursue?" There's not a lot of so yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of. You, there's only so much you can do. You can work hard and you can put yourself out there, but you got to have some luck along the way. Um, and I've definitely been very lucky, but very very thankful for it. I definitely agree that luck can play such a big factor, but. In your case, I will definitely I can vouch for you that you are very talented and Thank your you. work is very enjoyable to to watch. Reversing that that previous question, kind of, do you have any vision for where you think you might be in five to ten years, or even further on than that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I've wondered, I've wondered the same thing. It's it seems like, from my experience, the more managerial roles in the field have more say about like the creative vision for a department, but they're less hands on. Um, and I really enjoy the hands-on aspect of it, like actually being down there filming and stuff. Um, but maybe I've had my fun, you know, I've got to record for four years and maybe once I'm record for five more years or whatever with the Dolphins, maybe moving into more managerial role where you're like overseeing a video department and you might be like, you know, recording less, editing less, but you have more like say in terms of the overall um, vision of the department. That's the hope at least. Um, the journey has been definitely unpredictable so far I couldn't predict it any step of it so I'm not going to try to even come close to you but hopefully maybe at some point um being more managerial and I know whether it be at Stanford or with the 49ers and now with the Dolphins that I've had some incredible mentors so hopefully I'm in a position 10 years from now where I could 
mentor a young student who was in my position and pass it forward in that way. Cause I would not be here without, I could list them all, but a lot of mentors. So hopefully I'm in a position where I can do that. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's completely understandable. And I can say, I think you'd be very cut out for that job. I don't know. If you were to pursue it, because uh, your words of advice to me have been just absolutely super helpful and on my own journey. Um, So my next question was, you have, you have a lot of amazing experiences. You mentioned you had two Super Bowls, correct? Yeah. Yeah. As well as a Pro Bowl or two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've already crossed off some big stuff, but is there anything still on your bucket list of items to cover or, or see or whatnot? Yeah. Um, I probably, a, a game at Lambeau would have been up there, which I was fortunate. My very first one was the NFC championship, which was just very cool experience, devastating game, but very cool experience. Yeah. I've been very fortunate. Super Bowl was definitely far, far and away. Number one, like, um, and I was like very, very lucky and very, very thankful to have done it. I would say I don't realistically see this happening unless something changes. I think the final four would be very cool. I, I, uh, I'm from Wichita. So I actually got to, um, when Wichita state made it in 2013, I believe I went and it was one of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to. Um, so it'll, it'll be a toughie to pull off, but, uh, what, what comes to mind is definitely final four. And I don't know if you have any, um, I don't know what your thoughts are. If you have any bucket list items, um, that I haven't listed, but yeah, no, I think I, I'm in that same boat. I think a final four would be absolutely amazing just to experience, even if you're not working there, but being like floor level, whatnot, that would be one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, I agree with you. So focusing more on what you're doing now, I guess this can apply for any of your jobs that you've done, but uh, what was your average workload like throughout the season, during the week or on game days or even in the off season? Yeah, so... The LCC program is mostly meant to be like a game day only commitment because um, it's technically like a part-time um, employee. And a lot of these guys are like full-time videographers or freelancers and stuff like that. Um, but the Niners kind of used it in, in a unique way. Um, and they had me like edit stuff for them as well. Um, so game day obviously is different for the LCC. Like I would record and send the stuff in real time. Um, Pre-COVID, I would record the, everything from them, getting off the bus to the handshakes at the end. Um, and be sending it out in real time on my laptop. During the week, they would have me edit stuff like, um, I worked a lot with their social media department. So it was everything from as silly as like a stepbrothers meme video of them sharing the stadium with the Cardinals to the team highlight that the, the team sees before the game. So they kind of like ran the gambit. It was a lot of working with their social media department specifically. Um, so it's creating like the hype video that they tweet out before, or like I mentioned, like, this one was internal and it was just the team video that the team sees and um, no one else sees stuff like that. So really it was just whatever gets thrown on my plate that day. I would check in with like the video department, the social department. And it sounds like my first day with the dolphins is this, this upcoming Monday. It sounds like it'll kind of be the same for them in terms of um, editing stuff primarily for social media, but also it could be used for like TV broadcasts or stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not sure if I answered that. Uh, no, I, you, I think you answered that exceptionally well um another thing i have so you we touched on this earlier but you said you're going to get denied more than you get accepted and whatnot but what kind of mindset do you need to have as like a videographer who's trying to break into the field or someone who's even in the field just trying to work up you know yeah like i said you definitely got to believe in yourself because i still like 
I, every single person I've talked to has said this, that they like get really down on themselves. And I do that still. Like, I'm like, not really that good. I can see all these videos. I could list tens of hundreds of videographers I think are better than me. So you just got to like believe in yourself, um, which goes into like putting your work out there. Um, and another thing that you kind of just got to get used to is like film and stuff. You would, are jumping at every opportunity you can um, because if you had asked me, is my dream job to wake up at 5 a.m. to go film rowing? Probably not, um, but it's an opportunity for me to grow as a videographer. It's an opportunity for me to make connections there that might pay off and maybe they have connections with the basketball department and then they put you in a basketball game. Um, and it really, yeah. So just accepting opportunities, any and every opportunity that comes your way and like paying your dues in that way, kind of, it's kind of a old school way of thought, but you really do have to pay your dues. like. My freshman year, I spent a lot of time just logging footage, which is not the most fun thing in the world. I'd rather be out shooting, but um, paying your dues in that way will definitely pay off in the long run um, with the connections you you make and the experience as well. So definitely a combo of paying your dues in that way. And it, it can be more enjoyable than you'd imagine. Like I really enjoyed filming fencing. I'm not a fencing fan. I really enjoyed filming the sport and just understanding that you're, you're going to have to pay your dues a little bit and it's going to suck in the moment, but it'll, it'll pay off in the long run. Yeah, for sure. I, I personally can attest to just taking as many opportunities as possible. I came to college thinking I was going to write, I was going to be a sports writer, be maybe someone that goes on TV on ESPN and just screams. And, and then I applied for this job through the athletic department. Didn't think I'd get it at all, but um, another thing that you mentioned, but uh, got the job and I've been loving it ever since. Took journalism out of one of my majors and now replaced it with broadcast production. I've just absolutely loved it. So I can certainly attest that just yeah, taking, opp yeah, taking opportunities, even ones that you don't even know if you're going to enjoy, just kind of getting your feet wet and seeing what you might like. I think that's so important. And then this is my last question. So a lot of my fellow classmates here in the college that will be listening to this, um, one of the big things that they want to know is like, what is one of your biggest, biggest like technical uh, tips or tricks, whether that be with the camera, Adobe software, anything else that you could share? That is a great question. What comes to mind recently that I've really been liking is um, you can get like pretty cool motion blur. Like it's an artificial zoom. So you bump up the scale, but like if you bump up the scale, it doesn't look great. And there's a way if you guys look, I can I can send you the detailed tutorials and stuff. If you you can mess with the shutter angle and either After Effects or Premiere. It's very very simple. It's just keyframe and scale, and then shutter, and then that's it. Um, but it gives a really really cool motion blur. So I'll send that to you. Um, but just in general, yeah, YouTube's a great great resource. Like I, it sounds cliche, but it really is. So just spending hours on there looking at um, editing tutorials is you'll learn more than than you ever thought you could. And yeah, that's testament to you that you you took that opportunity and you're clearly like you're meant to be in that position like you're qualified and talented enough and um they trust you and that's awesome and a lot of a lot of the most talented videographers and editors i've run into like didn't even really start in college like they started after college or they started their senior year of college so you're already well well ahead of the curve and you you clearly have a passion and talent for it and i'm excited to see the stuff you guys make yeah well thank you um thank you for that very humbled getting that from you. I guess this would be my last thing. Um, this is just where the point where I turn the floor over to you and you can just give any final thoughts that you have or just something that you'd like to say that I didn't touch on. Um, you can just go for it now. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I think like 
the most underrated asset you can have is just being good to people. Like it really, really obviously don't do it just for your own personal gain, but if you're just genuinely a good person, like I can tell you are like people, people want to work with good people. It really comes down to that. So you can be the most talented guy in the world, but if you're, if you're just not good to people, it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, and I can tell you're a very good dude and yeah, just, you love what you do. You got to love what you do. Um, work hard and be good to people and it'll, it's already taking you incredible places and it will continue to do so. Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for your time and just for doing this. I know a lot of people appreciate it down from my fellow classmates to anyone else outside of the college that might be listening it. And even my advisors have said like, this is such a cool thing that it's going to take me far. It's going to take other people far. And um, I just hope that, I don't know, you can take more of an appreciation of yourself because I've already told you like your work is just outstanding. I really Um, appreciate it. So yeah, just, I'm so very appreciative that um, you could do this and good luck in your future endeavors. You know, I have a feeling that you're going to be successful wherever you go uh, with whatever you do. So know that I'll be rooting for you. Thank you. You as well, man. I can't wait to see it. Um, and if you could send me, I don't know if it's publicly available, but I would like to check out, do you have previous episodes of this? Oh, uh, this is actually the first installment. Oh, there you go. Movie. There you go. Okay. But, well, I will be listening to future installments as well, but yeah, I would love to, and I'll be I'll be looking closely at your work. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to the Through the Lens podcast. Also, if you're interested in Kevin's work, you can find him on Instagram at kev.edwards or on TikTok at keddy44 to see some of his amazing content. As for me, you can find me on Instagram at steven.hints. That's Steven with a P-H-E-N. For the Through the Lens podcast, I'm Steven Hints.